Hey, welcome to a special edition of I Work For Him as we highlight some of the authors who contributed to our three new books that we've released this year, I Work For Him, I Retire For Him, and She Works For Him. So today's interview, we're going to be talking about the book, I Retire For Him, and you can find all of the books online at iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. And remember, you can actually download the first chapter for free if you want to get a little peek into the contents, and then you can make your purchases right there. And our guest today is Doug Fagerstrom, the newly retired uh, CEO of Marketplace Chaplain School. So he's just learning what it means to say, I retire for him, but he contributed a chapter to I retire for him. That it was released this year. Doug Fagerstrom, welcome back to I Work For Him. Well, thanks, Jim and Martha. It's so good to be with you. <laughs> we can't wait to hear what the next part of your story is. So let's just step back because I know that this whole retirement thing is so fresh for you. What is your faith and work story? At what point in time did you make that connection between the power of your faith in Jesus and the love of your Heavenly Father has for your work? Well, it was at the age of 15. It, it honestly feels like it was yesterday. Uh, I was in Youth for Christ in our local chapter in Holland, Michigan. Uh, this little Swedish boy was with all those Dutch people, and uh, they took me in. They loved on me, and I was at one of the Youth for Christ rallies. Jim McKee was the speaker, and uh, he spoke on Isaiah chapter 6. And uh, I'll never forget his, his question. Uh, it was rather rhetorical. Uh, he said, if you don't go back to your high school and share Jesus Christ with your friends, who will? Well, I knew the answer to that. You probably nobody. And he said, if you're willing to make that decision, would you stand right where you are and say, here am I, Lord, send me and echo those words of Isaiah. Well, I did not do that, and it bothered me. Uh, I, I could think of nothing else for the weeks following. There was another time we all got together. We were having a devotional time. And I remember sitting in the room with about 40 other friends from high school and other schools. And uh, uh, someone was sharing, praying their story, talking. I don't know what was going on because I could only think about here, my Lord send me. And I stood up right in the corner, belted out, here my Lord send me, sat down. And the people looked to the corner and said, what was that all about? And what that was all about was God grabbing the heart and the life of a 15-year-old, and I never looked back. I shared Jesus with my three best high school buddies, and they all prayed to receive Christ. And I realized for the very first time that the gospel really does work. Uh, I met Donna. In Youth for Christ, we shared our faith constantly. That led to Bible college. It led to 31 years of pastoral ministry, seminary presidency, and then on to marketplace chaplains, where, again, the clarion call of God came and said, if you don't go into the workplace and share Jesus, who will? And uh, as a team, we said, here, my Lord, send me. And we find, found ourselves in the workplace sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, that is a lifelong commitment. There is no retirement from that. Mm, amen. <laughs> you know, you bring up such a, so many great points that I want to hit on, but one of them is something we don't talk about that often, but speaking to our students and helping them to understand that their mission field, their workplace really at, in, is their school. That that is, you know, their job in 
middle school, high school, whatever age they're at, is education, right? It's learning. Yeah. And in that environment, that is their world. That is where they get to be. So you, as a teenager, you saw that as the mission field God had in front of you. And boy, yeah. you it's great to hear how obedient you um, you, you knew you weren't going to get around it, that God just, <laughs> you had to make that commitment. So, and that has carried forward and your life has been a testimony to that. So thanks for sharing. So what a, you wrote a chapter in I Retire For Him, really representing marketplace chaplains. What was the biggest takeaway that you wanted from the readers? So we wrote I Retire For Him, unlocking God's purpose for your retirement you were part of that. What, what were you hoping that the readers would take away from your chapter that you wrote to, to the heart of the average American Christian retiree? Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, in part, it's, it's a bit of a mantra that, that I've had for years. And that is, as a follower of Jesus, you don't get to do what you want to do. You don't get to go where you want to go. You don't even get to choose who you do that with because we're bought with a price and our lives are not our own. And when God says go, he says go. And it was just so clear the first of the year that uh, this was the time. Uh, Turning 70 and all of that, uh, there was just so much uh, involved in life that it, it was just time. We just knew it was. It was from the Lord. It wasn't from anybody else. In fact, uh, people in our lives said, no, don't do that. But again, it, it, was, it was an act of obedience. And yes, God has something more. Uh, there is something else out there. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the, the takeaway is that we're always in a vertical relationship with God. Amen. Uh, that this isn't just a horizontal life. It isn't just uh, about what we want to do. And, I, and I've learned all along that, that wisdom but wisdom is seen as God sees. And, and we, we got a little bit of a heavenly view of our lives this last year uh, that just was not about marketplace chaplains or about a particular ministry. But there was so much more connected to that being family. And one of those little takeaways, because there isn't just one, there's many, uh, but one of the little takeaways is recently I was talking to a friend who said, you know, grandparents will have more of a spiritual impact on their grandchildren than their parents will. And Donna and I were really convicted about that, that, that one of our great mission fields, our, our great role and responsibility in life is to uh, bring the person of Jesus, all that he is, to our two little granddaughters. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a clarion call. If we don't, who will? And yes, she's got great Christian parents. We love them dearly. Our daughter is amazing as a mom and as a follower of Jesus. But we have a different impact in those little girls' lives that even her mom and dad can't have. And we're already seeing that. Mm. So uh, we could go on and on about impact and application of that retirement. I don't know what that is. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, Call me in a year and maybe I'll, I'll have a little more insight, and maybe not. Well, but we pl- we promise we'll to do that. that right? We promise to do that. You know, I'll okay. follow up on that Fair one. You're, lis- you're listening to I Work for Him as we talk today with Doug Fagerstrom. He doesn't have an, a, 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 a website address right now, but he wrote a chapter, and I retire for him when he was the president and CEO of Marketplace Chaplains. 
Find them online, mchapusa.com. mchapusa.com. We'll be right back to talk more about the value and the power of chaplaincy. You may have planned financially for your retirement, but did you plan for your purpose in retirement? God gifted you with talents, skills, passions, and experiences that He wants to use to improve the world, not just your golf stroke. Your retirement is an opportunity to share the gospel and live on mission in a completely new way. So get off the sidelines and get back in the game. To learn more about moving from retirement to reformation, check out our new book, I Retire For Him, by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're talking today with Doug Fagerstrom. Newly retired president and CEO of Marketplace Chaplains Online, mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. Doug, you know we're passionate about chaplaincy. We talk, in fact, I referred somebody to Marketplace Chaplains just about an hour ago. Why is chaplaincy so powerful and how do retirees fit into this? Well, uh, a couple of uh, responses to a couple of questions there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the impact of chaplaincy is uh, powerful because 80% of the people who walk into the workplace every Monday morning don't have a church home. Uh, they really don't have anybody close in their life, much less spiritually connected. And uh, we all have spiritual questions, spiritual needs. And uh, the people at work only have uh, a chaplain who shows up. They go through death, they go through divorce, they go through illness. And I always like to say, and then the chaplain shows up. And, and those chaplains bring uh, the person of Jesus Christ into the workplace. Uh, they bring the person of Jesus. They bring the words of Jesus uh, and they bring the work of Jesus, what Jesus Christ did for them. And again, if they don't, who will? And uh, the stories were, were, were endless, countless number of those stories of how, how people found Jesus through a chaplain, and they would have never even heard of Jesus had the chaplain not showed up. So, so that is the biggest reason. And of course, employers are seeing all the side benefits of that, whether it's retention, whether it's morale that goes up, whether it's you've got a better worker now because their life is committed to Jesus. They've got new responsibilities. They've got a new outlook on life. And uh, it's quite powerful. Um, Retired people, uh, I would say at Marketplace Chaplains, there are a number of people who are retired who are chaplains, uh, retired pastors, retired missionaries, retired uh, people from the pew, retired business people. Um, we have retired attorneys, retired chaplains from the military, from, uh, from uh, hospitals. And, and so it's a wonderful place for a part-time role uh, for many of our people uh, who uh, love Jesus, want to continue to live a life of meaning and significance. And they find that in the chaplaincy. You know, you hit on a lot of different people that um, might be listening right now or um, be intrigued by this idea that, you know, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do? We talk a lot about the fact that people um, anticipate their retirement, but they don't really plan. Like, what is that going to be next? And um, so this is something, if you want to read more about it, uh, this is in our book, I Retire for Him, chapter 11 specifically is from Doug Fagerstrom, our guest today, talking about marketplace chaplaincy and how this might really fit that spot that you're just wondering. I have all of these things that God has given me as experiences in life and um, love building relationships for the kingdom 
That is mm. one of the things that chaplains really can do in that work environment. You know, Doug, I was thinking when you were talking about how, you know, 80% of the people in the workplace may not have a pastor. And even those 20% that have a pastor, do they really have a relationship with them? You know, we've, we've gotten to where a lot of us attend large churches or we're attending online. And we're attending large churches online. All of the yeah, above. All of the above, yeah. And so they really, even those that love the Lord and are connected to a church may not really have a relationship that they could have with a chaplain in their mm-hmm. workplace. So my goodness, I, yeah, that gives them more work to do, right? <laughs> um, and, and we've heard so many stories of people saying, uh, chaplain, uh, I, you know me and I know you better than my own pastor. Mm-hmm. And while we could say that's a sad commentary, it's just a case of reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, pastors who have hundreds of people in yes. their flock, they can't get to everybody. No. And so uh, chaplains, uh, uh, marketplaces made sure that the ratio of chaplain to employees is much smaller. So they can have a personal relationship with every employee who desires to connect with the chaplain. And some of the uh, committed believers in the workplace become sometimes partners with the chaplains. And, and they work together as the mm-hmm. body of Jesus should work together, helping yeah. and serving those who need Jesus. So it's a beautiful story in the workplace. And uh, it is church on Monday. Yes. And Tuesday, and Wednesday. You know, we, we'd be remiss to not point out that we might have listeners that are saying, I don't even understand or I didn't know that you could have a chaplain at your work. So I want to make sure that um, those that this is new or you're intrigued by it or you have a decision-making power within your organization, go to mchapusa.com and learn more about that because this may be something God wants you to help bring into your organization, even if you can't yet be a chaplain. That's right. MChapUSA.com, MChapUSA.com, Marketplace Chaplains. And it was great. I was having this conversation with a manufacturer out of uh, Atlanta this morning. And I said, you have how many employees? Well, I got 70. I said, well, you can't be the chaplain to all those people. Well, why bring in a pastor for a Bible study on, on, a, uh, on a Wednesday morning? I said, but does the pastor get to talk to everybody? No, I said, but the chaplain could. Mm-hmm. Never even heard of marketplace chaplains. And I'm like, what do you got to be Until kidding now. me? now. You got to be kidding me. So they know about it now. All right, listen, Doug, before we close out, talking about your chapter, chapter number 11 in I Retire Frame, which you can get a copy online, iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. What's one thing? Now that you're, you're sitting in life, you said you were 70, I never would have asked your age, but you know, what's one thing you would tell, you would love to be able to tell your younger you? Wow. You, you, you know, just intimately know Jesus. Uh, let him dwell in you and you dwell in him. Uh, take John chapter 15 serious. Uh, it, it's about that personal relationship with Jesus when, when he speaks his words, they're words to us, words to us that we can give to others. Uh, prayer is, is a natural, intimate response when you know Jesus as Savior and Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and to be able to share with other people that what Jesus did for them is what they can't do for themselves. And, and, and so you know, to have that intimate, abiding relationship. And, and, you know, we use the word wisdom. Wisdom, again, is seeing as God sees. We have so many views uh, from the time we were young people of how to look at life. But no one can look at life and the world better than God does. 
And wisdom is seeing as God sees. And when we spend time in his word, we share his word. And, and, and that's what chaplains so beautifully do. They don't take a Bible out and quote a verse. They, in the vernacular, share the truths of scripture and lives are being changed. And it's the word of God that transforms us. It renews our minds and our spirits. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it may sound a bit simplistic, but I don't think it is. I think it's powerful to say, know Jesus, know him personally, and live your life allowing him to be Lord of all. And we couldn't say it any better than that. Thank you, Doug Fagerson, for being on I Work For Him today, for contributing Chapter 11 to I Retire For Him. We look forward to seeing what God does next in Phase 4 of your life. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. You can get a copy of I Retire For Him at iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.